Hey, we are live and welcome. Thank you for giving some time to us. This is the hashtag Stop Living on Pause podcast, where we look to educate, empower, and entertain entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone looking to find a new way in life to stop living on pause. We are live broadcasting simulcast on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. So if you are listening, subscribe, join the conversation in the future. You'll get notified anytime we go live and you can jump in, be a part of the podcast with us. All right. Today, we are talking about the importance of relationships and making them stronger, more particularly what you can do through Facebook, because agents need to stop thinking that you can send your friends and families a newsletter, recipes, emails, or magnet calendars, and that will somehow convince them to refer you business. You receive referrals based on the relationships that you have with them, so you need to make your relationships stronger. And that is what we're gonna be talking about in today and actually, this is the part one of a four-part series we're going to do about how you can strengthen your relationships, how you can mine your sphere of influence. Today, we're talking about finding Facebook gold. I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Wells, ESQ, attorney, realtor, entrepreneur, business developer. And uh, my best friend here recently, like this summer, learned that wave runners and sea-dews need gas. Mr. Chris. Niederhauser ESQ. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that introduction, Jason. You're I welcome. Appreciate it. <laughs> they haven't done the, the solar wave runners yet for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> it was quite the shock when you found out you need to put gas in there floating yeah. out in the Why would you need floating gas? in the water. What's wrong? Anyway. Whatever. I couldn't get out to the water. <laughs> You'd know more of that story if you followed me on Snapchat, and you can connect with us beyond the podcast. You can find me on any social media channel, including Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jason Wells ESQ. You can find me at C-H-R-N-I-E Law. We are sponsored by the Press Play Realty Network, whose agents rank in the top 1% of all teams nationally in production, and is only the 12th team nationally to have more than five locations, which are all located throughout the Western United States. With that, Chris, have you heard how much the US housing market is worth? You know what? <laughs> of course I, you have. You were telling me about it, tell the people. All right, so every year they add up the value of the U.S. residential housing market. And this year, they are valuing it at approximately $29.6 trillion. What? $29.6 trillion. 30, that's, up, that's $30 trillion. Yeah, it's up 5.6% from just one year ago. That, Do the math. Right. It's huge. I, so... To put that in perspective, I know that your mind is blown, but the first time you hear it, it's like, eh, but let me put it into perspective for you. Because, I mean, you know 30 trillion is a lot, but you're, I mean, we're dealing with monopoly money when you talk about 30 trillion. What really is 30 trillion, right? Right. It's just some unfathomable number, right? So let's put it in perspective. The, that number is greater than the GDP of the United States and China combined. Everything they produce... <laughs> both in America and China combined. Which China produces a few things that America then buys. A couple things. Anyway, <laughs> combined, it's more than that. It's Crazy. also more than the entire 2015 market cap. So every public company in the United States combined, it's more than that. Yeah, and because when you say market cap, that it's 
that's net worth, right? That, right. that well, not net worth, but that's no, no, public no. value. The value, share. yeah, shares of stock, right. and that is so every public company. That's insane. It's on, that's only twenty five trillion. <laughs> Think of all the companies like Apple. Like I mean, right. Apple, literally. Microsoft, Google. <laughs> right. So another way of doing it is it would it's twenty times more in value than what the the net worth of the 50 richest americans the 50 richest we're talking all the waltons the bill gates yeah. the buffets 20 times more than all of the 50 most wealthy americans combined it would take 339 bill gates to buy the entire residential market <laughs> you would need 339 of Bill Gates, yes, to buy everything, all the it's residential insane. housing like, market. Think about that. That's crazy. That is just unbelievable. And and I mean, with a number like that, you start thinking about like that three hundred thirty nine Bill Gates, twenty times more than the what would you say 50. the fifty richest Americans. Yep. <clears throat> no, no wonder America has it really so well, and the housing market has is a big, big part, has always been a big part of it. You look back what had happened, you know, in the crash, go back seven, eight years ago, and what happened when the, the entire real estate market crashed, and it, it really rocked the entire economy, because so much of our economy really is based and focused around the housing market. Well, so if you're a realtor right now, you might want to share something like that out to your SOI, and maybe do like a just an email or, you know, maybe use some of the tactics we're going to talk about later in the, the show and, and just explain, like put that out there and give some of those fun facts because then you can offer to, to give a home value wherever your, your SOI sits. Yeah. How, what, what's a good touch? How much does your house add into all of that? Because every, every homeowner out there added up is what makes this. Exactly. That's crazy. Amazing. How much are you contributing? <laughs> all, right. all right. We got sock game. Sock game last week. You know what? In a quick review of sock game last week, um, I, I chased you down. I came so close. Did you? I came so like close. I had, I, had, a, I had a really good. You lead. had a really strong lead right out of the gates. I mean, you, we opened up, and you even called me out right here in the middle of the podcast. You had like thirty, and I, I think I had like three, maybe <laughs> two at the time. I closed that gap. I have one hundred likes on that one. You have just a little over a hundred. I do. I believe. I think you have like 102 or 103. I mean, I really closed the gap. I almost got you, but I, do. I, guess I didn't. So, but I have 26 see? comments. You're just chatty Kathy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how many comments I have. I wasn't looking at my comments. It wasn't right. 24, right? But this week, this week, I am looking pretty good. I oh. brought in some Southwest flavor. Wait, do we want to recap the week before that too? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go penguins, do you? We're going to go back to the penguin slippers. All right. All right. Okay, well, this week, check out this. I, mine's looking pretty pretty good this week because, well, frankly, I went southwest, and look at that. That is one well-groomed man right there. When your socks, nice orange, southwest flavor, orange, blue, a little bit of yellow kind of design, match as I'm showing my shirt and tie which is also orange blue. That is what the kids call on fleek. Hmm. Is that what they're calling it? Uh, or fleek. Maybe it's not on fleek, but it's fleek, something like that. Anyway, 
check out my 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 sock <laughs> at Jason Wells ESQ. Jason Wells ESQ or with the hashtags show us your socks and vote. Chris, what you got? All right. I'm bringing it. I am sporting the polka dots today. And I like, those are some of my favorite socks, actually. I'm a big fan of the stance socks, but these are some of my favorite socks. Yeah, so, you gotta like those. Little little blue going on in the yeah, heel and toe. They're a little bit, not, I mean, they're not as uh, colorful as yours. Yours are definitely a little toned down. But Mine do are a like, little brighter. I, I do like the polka dot style. And I'm, I took an early lead of 27. I saw you have 22. Yeah, I'll see. I, and I closed that 30-point gap last time, so watch out. I'm coming. So if you're out there, y'all got to know, Jason Wells ESQ is where you want to go and vote. Mm, C-H-R-N-I-E law is the place right. to be. Sock game strong. Sock game strong. Okay. We're going to jump into the beautiful part of our program now, the beautiful part of the program in which we are going to talk about some of the tips and strategies that we are using to – I mean, I have to say we are doing – some major, major work with our SOI this year. And yeah. a lot of people would say, well, of course you do a lot of work with your SOI. No, no, no. We, we won't go into all the numbers, but we've gotten really purposeful. We did 45 million in volume last year, 2016. Okay, mm -hmm. throughout the 45 million in volume. And this year, we're on pace to double that. All right? Interesting fact here. All right. Most people, this isn't the interesting fact, but most, most business owners, most small uh, service folks like ourselves, attorneys, loan officers, they get the majority of their business from family and friends and past clients. Their biggest source of business are these people who are their referrals, this referral base that they have. And when we look at this, the, the latest numbers from the National Association of Realtors, I'm going to drop a link into the show notes. Um, and this link, it takes you to the 2015 home profile of home buyers and sellers. I'm sharing it now for those who are, are watching either the recorded podcast or live. Here, the, the 2015 profile of home buyers, even though we're into 2017, the 2016 profile hasn't been released yet. But what we see in this is that 42% of all buyers found their agent through a referral relationship. Hmm. They were referred to their agent. And 64% of all sellers were referred to their agent. What does that tell you? You better get out there and, and create those relationships with those people who are closest to you because they're going to they're gonna get you through those times. They're going to give you the biggest source of your business. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at the fact that we're, we have such a strong housing market like you talked about right now, and it's projected to continue into the next year, we should have, continue to have a strong housing market through 2017, but a shift is coming. Okay. We're going to be talking about that a little in one of our future episodes about the shift and what you should be doing to prepare for it. But if you have a strong referral relationship, that is the best way to become shift proof. Right? Because your referral relationships are going to continue to send you that business that you're going to need. Well, here, here's here's an interesting thing about this, um, about, about that, that stat, I think, is that most of these people, um, especially when you look at from the buyer side, the, the, there were a lot more on the buyer side that found their agent because they can go to Zillow and Trulia and they can find people at open houses. So that number... Chris, I just think that number for buyers should actually be higher if realtors were actually doing their job to 
prospect and to create stronger relationships with their people in their sphere of influence. I was honestly surprised that it's that high, that it was as high as um, 42% for buyers. I really was because I think there's so many people that are out there looking online and just mistake into the person that they're, that represents them as a buyer's agent. And that's a whole nother thing altogether why you should actually have a buyer's agent. And everybody that we're talking to in this situation probably has that. Hopefully they understand how to communicate that with their SOI. Um, but that's surprising to me that it's it's actually that high. That being said, that just emphasizes the point how important it is because it, if if you're, I think a lot of times buyer or agents don't understand that, or they don't take the perspective that they are the best person to represent their SOI, their sphere, their family, their friends. They're nervous to represent them because they don't want something to happen. But if my mom's buying or selling her house, you better believe I'm the best person to represent her. Nobody's going to care more. Even if like whatever problems happen, even if it causes rocks in our relationship or things like that, look, I'm the best person. And if you can't have that with your SOI, your sphere, your family, friends, how can you have that just out in the market? How can you believe you're the best person to represent anyone? But you know what? The thing is they... Agents I hear so often they don't want to be that agent. They don't want to be that guy, that person that's always talking about real estate, that's always in their face. Hey, who do you know? And that and that keeps agents from ever saying anything. So they become these secret agents sure. in, in the lives of their family and friends. So that when an event happens that they're going to buy or sell, they're not necessarily immediately top of mind. It's different, I think, with a seller because you're hiring that person and there's more of an understanding. I gotta have an agent who knows what they're doing. So people ask. Their, yeah. their own sphere, who, who, who do you know, who should I use? But when they're buying, they don't. Nope. When they're buying, they just go out and like you said, they happen into someone. And, and uh, Tony Cox uh, was a, is a great agent, he used to work with us. He was famous for always saying, I would hate to see in a weak moment you end up with a weak agent. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that would end up happening, especially if you're not strengthening those relationships. I think everyone out there, whether you're a, a realtor or you're an attorney, can think of a situation where somebody you know that was close to you did your business with somebody else. And that's like the worst feeling in the world because it's hey, money out of your pocket. House. Right? They're doing it anyway. Right. And you're just like, congratulations. Why didn't you call me? It's always your fault. That's the thing. It's always your fault as the business owner. So now that we've got that down, that it's such a big part of people's business, and if you're not getting any of those, well, then that's a problem, right? If you're not someone's top referral source. So what does it take to get a referral, Jason? It's the relationship. Getting a referral takes having a relationship. And I don't mean – and that, 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 that's exactly what I mean, a relationship, not <laughs> – having pounded into them that I do real estate. I do real estate. I'm an attorney. If anybody gets hurt, give me a call. If you know somebody that needs to to, um, to get a loan, give me a call because I'm a loan officer. It, it's not that. It's the relationship, who you are and what you do with that person, how you communicate with them, the shared interests that you have, the connection that you have. That's what will bring you top of mind mm -hmm. and get you the referral. Right. So then that's our that's our task is to stay top of mind and to create that relationship. And it can't always be real estate, right? No, What's no. I know, I know for me to, to always be talking about real estate, real estate 24 seven is I get sick of hearing myself talk about it. It's Imagine true. the people who aren't in the business. 
how right. sick they must get of hearing about it. So here's the benefit of our, our profession, right? And of this career, people are interested in real estate. So yes, that's they are. one thing that's there. Look, look how, how much value is in our, in our market as we talked about in the beginning. Well, that's always an easy like conversation at a party or something like that. What's the market like? Like, cause people care, right? But if they, like you were on a, a social media media panel earlier this week yes, and with a whole bunch of really top agents and you guys were talking about social media and like the ratio of personal posts to business posts and how that, like, first off, I think that is a crap question. I do too. I so hate that why. question. Why and it happens that? at every mastermind I go to, at any class you're in, any class that I teach or that we teach that's around social media, the question is always asked, well, what should the ratio of posts be that's so dumb. business to not business? I just hate it. I do too. I, I, I think it's absolutely, I think it's a ludicrous question because you shouldn't have to be thinking about that. You should just be you. What, because what you, who you are and what you do is what people are really engaging with you to find out more about in social media. That's the connection to relationship. It's not the, 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 the hey, I do real estate and who I am and that I'm an attorney. It, right. It's what I'm doing. It's that I was out with my kids doing this or that I uh, was out playing golf at this place or, or that um, I, I'm doing Netflix, right? Whatever it is, that that's why people I, they care about it. But the the real estate, because it's part of who I am, it just comes into the posts. It's not always the post, but it comes into the post. It's there. People know about it. It's happening because it's my life. And if I'm just sharing my life because I'm documenting, not intentionally like just trying to create, I'm documenting what's happening. That people see it, and it it isn't in your face. Right. And then they ask me about, hey, didn't you have a listing just down around the corner? I thought I saw saw you were going to be taking one, or that house that you were talking about when you were when you were doing this that other post on Snapchat. People engage with me because they see the content and now they care. Right. We have a relationship. So let's back up a little bit. And so that's those are people that are at least trying to get into social media to engage with people that way. So using that medium to actually get in front of people. But let's talk about like old school and not even old school, it's still now school, right? Mm -hmm. So in staying, if what we're talking about is building better relationships, we know that social media is a good way to do it. And we're gonna talk about our strategy on our team later, but what we need to talk about first is what traditional forms of communication have been. And the, it's like the dreaded 33 touch or the, the 33 touch that solves everything. Yeah, and the 33 touch is, for those who may not know. It's a Keller Williams thing is, is kind of where it started, but it's a way of staying in touch with your database, touching them 33 times over the course of the year. And that's a, a combination of emails. It's a combination of mailers and magnets and phone calls phone and things calls like and everything. that. Right, and it's something that any any really any successful sales industry is doing. If you're doing right. insurance or you're doing, even attorneys should do it. And attorneys are much bigger offenders of this than realtors are. But it's, it's the 33 Touch is a systematic way of maintaining contact to build on a relationship. So the intent of the 33 Touch is good, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna complain about that. The name 33 Touch, that was like a Keller Williams thing. Correct. But uh, what it comes down to is everybody should have a system of a systematic communication with their sphere and with their, their database is really what it comes down to. And we use the seven levels of communication 
written by Michael Mayer as a basis for everything that we do within our team. And it's going from relationships to referrals. Yep. So there's, there's something that I want to clarify really quickly. There is a SOI that will actually have something to do with your business. That's your database. And then there's your Christmas card list. Let's not confuse those two as being the same thing. Right? Really? Because you know what? A lot of times agents go into a brokerage and they're like, hey, you have a database. And they'll say, well, it's in your phone. You know, go get your Christmas card list. Start there. That's Start fine. there, but don't leave it there. You need to now, right. you, you need to comb through that Christmas card list because it's going to have a bunch of waste in it. Right. So what we want to do with our team first off is we want to go through and sort through that database. And we want to make sure that we're going to, we want to know who we're going to be talking to first rather than just mass 33 touch people, right? So the first thing is to go through that database, find the top 150 because that's the most important. And this doesn't mean that you don't send Uncle Joe a Christmas card anymore or that you're Xing him out of your life. What you're doing is you're trying to purposefully build a database that actually will give you business. And so you're going to go through there and try to find connectors. You're going to go through your, your phone. You're going to go through your Facebook friends. You're going to do everything you can to grab every name or person that you know that would be part of your sphere of influence. And then you're going to, you're going to choose the top 150 because that's who you need to be focusing on at first. You can add to it, and we can talk about that later in another, in another series. But that's the first things first. So we want to know who we're talking to, who we want to build relationships with first, and then we can talk about the, the touches after that. Right. So everything that, that your initial activities should do should be, and they are for the team, is to get those that 150. If they, sometimes an agent's like, well, I only have 80. I only have 90. Great. Well, that's your top 150 right now. You focus on that. And like Chris said, there's other other tactics and things you do to build on that. But you start working that. And the reason that we, we, we stress so much of a focus on that 150 is that we know that the ratio is for every 12 people in that 150, there are two deals per year to come out of it. So out of 150 people, you're looking at 24 transactions. Right. Anybody out there listening think 24 transactions as a real estate agent would be pretty good? You'd be all right with that? Say yes. So that that's a great starting point and you you have to work it though because just having 150 people and being telling them at the, the occasional mixer or place you see them that, hey, remember I, I do real estate, that's not going to get it done. It's not. So let's talk about going to going to that relationship and what does that look like? So we want to, in, in creating a relationship and not just a matter of calling them and saying, hey, do you know anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate this year? Is that the question we want to go to? Is that how we want to approach our SOI? Some folks will, but you know what? <laughs> I've always hated that question. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. I've always hated that question because I'm coming at them and my hand is out. I'm not right. giving them any value and a real relationship should be value based and you should be the one providing the value first. It's just like the whole idea that you, you know, you, you love someone cause they loved you first, right? Your kids love you because you love them first or whatever. You, you got to give the love first and then they will reciprocate. Okay. So let's, let's go into like what, what our goal on our team is to build relationships. It's to give value. Now, don't go too far in that and use that as a crutch that you can't ask for business or that you can't ever ask for something. What you're doing is you want to give them three times the amount of value that you're ever asking for. And that's, that's creating a relationship of trust, of love, of you know, just something that's of value to people and connecting with them at a different place.
add contribution, like can come from contribution. Like, like we have, I have one guy in my, my sphere who, you know, he does landscaping and going to them and, and saying, how can I build his business? What can I do? And like, these are the top 150 you want to do. Think of a landscaper, you know, going out to them and how many homes do they go see every day? Right? That's a connection. That's a purposeful business connection you can make. And business to business SOI is so much easier to talk business and give value to than just some person that it, it's, it's just a and, better conversation. And the business to business has a higher return than the 12 to two. Absolutely. So creating a relationship, what do we do? What, what needs to be in that relationship to actually start building a place where you can get referrals? Well, we talked about this a little bit last time. We, our last last podcast, episode 11, we talked a lot about defining your value and being able to bring value. Particularly. Right? So it's a value exchange. It's always a, going to be a value exchange. And when you're dealing with your SY, that value exchange doesn't have to be something monetary. It's oftentimes you know, some sort of a compliment or a way of reaching out. And anymore these days, everybody is on social media somewhere. Grandma is on social media, right? Great grandma is like, what's that, the Facebook thing y'all use, right? Yep, that's what my grandma said yesterday. <laughs> that, that is what happens. So everybody is on there. And because they're on there, we have found an excellent program that we have developed within the Press Play Network to work our SOI through Facebook. So the goal is to make people feel special. So I'm gonna share my screen and I'll show you kind of the graphic that we use with our team and we can share this. We can offer to, to share this in the podcast notes, I believe. There will, there will be a link in the podcast notes to go to pressplayreality.com slash resources where you'll be able to download this very graphic that Chris is going to post. All right, so if you can't, if you're not watching it, then you can see this um, by going to that link. Also, just a real quick plug, we use attach for most of our links because we can see the analytics and we can see how people interact with our stuff. So just a quick hack, go grab that. It's very, very cheap um, per month and you can put all your PDFs there or client interaction pieces or SOI pieces and you can see how people interact with it. That's attach.io, we'll put that in the link in the show notes as well. Now we need to go get, I had to track it down because I went to a piece that I really, really loved and I. I I loved how it presented, and so I wanted to go find out how I could get it. Anyway, they're not paying us anything. We just love it, and it's one of the best places for us to, to post stuff. So anyway, you can see the, the graphic that I've created for this. This is what our team uses, and this is a strategy to stay top of mind with our sphere. Now, this is not the, the best example. Chris Smith, with the founder of Curator, gave the best example for this, and this is where it came from. Um, but the best example of how Facebook is done wrong by people is like the happy birthday post, right? So like sometimes people will go as far like the world that we're in today is so disconnected and Chris Smith wrote a really great book called People Work and it's one that not a lot of people are actually out there reading. It was when he worked for Dot Loop. But People Work um, talked about connecting in a digital age. And so we're kind of generation Xers, right? So we came in, we're tweeners between the digital age with millennials and the people who didn't even have the internet, right? So we had the internet come into us and so we have some of the people work and we have some of the digital in us. Well, people who came before the internet need to become more digital and people who are now digital need to scale it back. So the example he gives is like happy birthday post, HBD. And he says, whenever he gets that post, he writes back WTF because people aren't really connecting, right? <laughs> and like, 
there, there's no there's no connection in that there's no you don't feel special when someone just says hbd like facebook gave you an alert and it's my birthday right but everybody loves to get attention when they post something they love the likes they love the comments they love having that interaction and so yeah. the face just real quick on that that's because there's this dopamine release they have found wow. that people get people actually do become addicted to that posting and the, and that's why they'll come back and they'll check and how many people liked it how many people liked it because it has this little dopamine release for them and it's it really they you really can get addicted on it wow so the strategic benefit to what we're going to show you or what we're showing you right now is to create a a connection by making people feel special and Facebook is like the greatest way to do this. But you can implement this on Twitter. You can implement this on any social media platform, Pinterest. It's, it's very, like it, it's universal. What you wanna do, and it doesn't even like, you can do one on Facebook, you can do one on Instagram. Like you can, you don't even have to just do this on Facebook alone. You can integrate it. Anyway, the, the goal here is consistency and making sure that you're doing this daily. And so you want to have a three by three every single day that you're working. And what you're doing, your objective is to make six people feel special. So three plus three is really what's happening. So your activity is to comment on three posts and send three private messages to those top 150 in your database. Just your top 150. Yep. So you can do whatever you want on your own time, but this is purposeful business work that you're doing to create relationships with those top 150. So think about it this way. You are sitting down to do your lead generation. You're a little nervous to make some calls. You, you, you've, you've called them already 500 times with the whole, do you want to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? And they're now beginning to screen your call. Well, anymore, what we know that happens is that if you message somebody, if you post it on Facebook, they're going to read it. They're going to see it. Okay. Emails, when they first came out, 92% open rate. Anymore, it's like 12% open rate. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. 12. Your, your text messages have an 85% open rate in like first 15 minutes. It's similar with the, the, with your Facebook messenger. So the reason for having this is so that you are going in there and during your lead generation time, and I, I actually, in, in lead generation classes that, uh, that we teach, we talk about this three by three and people all their eyes just get all big, like, whoa, I didn't ever think about doing that because it's not a phone call. It's so much of all lead generation in every sales industry talks about you have to make the phone call, the belly belly, the face to face, which is very important. And there's all the time in between. And because everybody's connecting on their phones and through Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and everything, if you were to go in there and you think about this, we'll use your, your, your happy birthday example. And your, your friend is having a happy birthday. Well, we'll assume they're having a happy birthday. It's their birthday. And instead of just going there and hitting HBD, right? You write something meaningful to them, right? Hey, happy birthday. Uh, it's been a little while since we got together. looks like you're doing amazing. Congratulations on the you know, new job you got or the new baby you had. Message me back. Hit me back. Let's get together. Something like that. That's far more impactful than just like or HBD. Yep. That's the point is that you, it, you can't make somebody feel special by just doing a like. That's not out of the ordinary, right? Yeah, I think should think of like, I saw this recently, I can't remember where I saw it, but think of likes as like a high five. Yeah. And then a comment as like a big hug. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And the private message 
I don't know. Are you kissing him? I don't know. Your... <laughs> it's a friendly hug. Friendly hug. Okay. <laughs> so the comments, you want to go to those top 150 and you want to find those people. And we'll, we're actually going to, the strategy is to create a, a smart list in Facebook to make this easier on yourself and to keep it better organized. But put, put inside of each one of your, your SOI like contacts inside your CRM, whatever you're using, a task to do it quarterly, to do it on a, a weekly basis, to like whatever you want to set it up as. But you've got 150 people and you've got a three by three that you need to do every single day. So you are going to go through those people and they're going to get touched quite a bit throughout the year. And I, I think I added it up one time. What is that? Three, six touches by like 365. You can, you can do the math. It's not really that difficult, but you're you're creating those contexts outside of your calls outside of everything else that you're doing. And that's a big deal for those top 150. Because now when you make a call to them to invite them to an event, that's actually we're going to, we'll probably include in this series of strengthening these relationships. When you're doing that, when you're inviting them out to lunch, it's not out of the blue. And now you're calling them to say, Hey, I want to, I want a referral. It's creating something where you've been connecting with them like intimately for the past, you know, year and now you're just inviting them out to lunch that makes that introduction so much easier than out of the blue chris is calling me or out of the blue jason just called me and now they're asking for a referral i don't have any time for this typical story you tell yourself right right that, that's going to happen and it you know when you do that three by three you know the numbers you were saying i i, I pulled them up here the three by three is going to give you um six touches every day Right. So six touches every day is going to translate to 30 touches every week, 120 touches every month. So you've almost touched your entire 150 in one month by just following the three by three. Now, recognize over a two month time now you'll have private messaged every single one of those people in your top 150. Right. And you're, so you're not doing it every month. And if you just re, if you if you continually do the three by three, then every other month you're sending them a direct private message and you're just talking to them about their life you're engaging with them you're building on a relationship so let's go back to that because the the principle here is to listen more than talk right that's what the comments and the posts are because when you're commenting on someone what you're doing is you're listening to them you're acknowledging what they just did and just responding and when you're private messaging things, those should be strategic as far as find a post that they've just done and send them a private message at it, just like you would comment on something that they've posted. So it's not just sending something out of the blue, like, hi, it's find a post that they've recently done and private message something substantive about that post. So if they post a political post, like engage them privately. You know, realtors have this thing or all people that, don't go too crazy on social media about that. Well, this everybody has social media is crazy right now in the political. Seriously, stuff. my oh, gosh! Send it out there, like send it by private message and say, "I completely agree with that," and or, you know what? Let's talk about that. I don't get it. Why do you think that, or something like that? You know, you can go either way, but now your private message is engaging them, and they know that you've just heard them, right? So when people say, "Well, I don't know what to send as private message," look at their posts. Look what they posted about over the last month. Their kid was sick. They're, they just bought a new car. Ask them about the car. They, they started a new business. Ask about, like, listen to what they've talked about because people like to talk about 
what they've been like you're just you're acknowledging them and yeah they, they like about. to talk you're going to say i think that they like to talk about themselves and i think well, that's yeah. i think that's exactly right people do like to talk about themselves but they don't necessarily want to like make it all about them and 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 have the the spotlight all completely shining on them i mean some do but for the most part they want to be able to talk about the stuff they're doing with somebody who cares somebody who is engaged and lis listening to them just like you said right. and just listening to them so there's a lot of things you can do um we kind of brainstormed a few things and it's commenting on what's happening in their life it's providing answers or questions to things that they're talking about if they ask for a referral for something else become a connector Anytime you see one of your top 50 asking for any type of referral, take the opportunity to give them a referral and then make that connection for them because you become the connector in their lives. And that's, that's a big part of what all this is about. The other thing is, you know, become a cheerleader, a sympathetic ear. There's a lot of things that you can do for them to support them in their life without having to do anything, just hearing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We so, call these just value touches, right? right? And because that's what you're doing, you're exchanging value. It's not costing you anything but time, okay? And you're going to be spending that time doing some, something else, like fretting over what you're going to say if you call this expired list, and so you're not calling the expired list. Right. Take that time and do something that's that's purposeful here, and that, that you're going to be able to get some return out of it. Um, and, and you do these value touches. I, I want to read just something real quick here, just a little kind of testimonial about this from one of our team members. Our team member, Brian Allen, who works out on the west side of Phoenix, He's been doing this three by three. Okay, he's had some health problems, uh, unfortunately, and and so being in a place where he could be on the phone and be out doing open houses really wasn't going to work. So we talked about really let's make let's make the three by three truly per, uh, purposeful. He said that approximately three months ago I started doing the three by threes every day, and all I can say is that it has made the biggest impact in my business to date. And not only does it keep me busy all the time, but actually keeps me more focused on all the other parts of my business as well. I recommend giving it your time and focus. It works for me. Brian closed eight deals in December. Yep. That was after about three months of, of doing this purpose. Doing this. That's kind this, of what this, he wrote this on January 2nd. Yep. It's a, it's a big deal and consistency is where this makes all the difference in the world. It's consistency. You have to do it daily. Absolutely. So some, something we're going to help you out with. Maybe think, okay, well, how do I make this smart list in, in Facebook? How do I make this group list? Uh, what, what are some of the tactics? Well, guess what? We have a video for that that we made for some of our training. I'm going to post the link in the show notes. So look in the show notes for the link to the tutorial video for the Wells Realty Group's 3x3 system, Wells Realty Group and Press Play Network's 3x3 system. We need to give credit to Tony on this one. He made and, this video for us, and I don't know if you're already going there. So Yep, I was going there. So, so absolutely. Tony Cox, we referenced him earlier in the show. He's the one who made this video for us. It's a great video. It takes you step by step, explains the why of each part of it, how to set it up, how to implement it. Go check it out. Start doing the 3x3. I promise you it's going to transform your business it's going to strengthen your relationships cool well let's wrap it up all, all right. right well if that then we want to thank our sponsor the press play realty network who is now partnering with agents across the western united states teaching them 
tips and tools and tricks and things just like this three by three that we talked about here. If you are interested in knowing a little bit more about the Press Play Network and how you or your team can join and become a part of the network, go to pressplayrealty.com slash join. Pressplayrealty.com slash join. Also, we invite you to check out our web reality series. We have a web reality series that shows you behind the scenes what's going on here at one of the fastest growing expansion real estate teams in the country. You can find us on, at Press Play Realty on both YouTube and Facebook. Thank you so much for giving us your time and your attention. All of our hashtag Stop Living on Pause podcasts are simulcast on YouTube and Facebook at the time of their airing. So if you have subscribed, which we invite you and ask you, please do subscribe if you like what you're hearing so that you can join the conversation. You can add some of what you're learning and ask the questions that you have. We would also love for you to leave a review for us on iTunes or SoundCloud or any of your favorite podcast listening apps that you use. And once again, please reach out. Want to connect with you beyond the podcast here. You can find me, Jason Wells, ESQ, with that awesome suck game, I might add. You can find me, C-H-R-N-I-E, Law. And I'm also going to post this um, Facebook strategy on my Instagram so you guys can go check it out. Oh, vote for my socks while you're there. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Well, you'll, you'll, you can find that as well at Jason Wells ESQ then. Awesome. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for your time and attention. Until next time, stop living on pause.